Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, everybody. This is Joanne, the Coffee Psychic, your host of uh, Your Psychic Connection. Happy Thanksgiving, you guys. This is Thanksgiving Eve, and we are going to have a wonderful show uh, last Wednesday of the month, always, with our friend, Master Astrologer Dave Cunning. Dave is a friend of mine. Um, We have been doing this show, I think, gosh, I think for the last two years with Dave, and Dave brings us amazing information um, every month. Tonight, our astrology information, our topic is going to be moon and cancer. So um, why don't we go ahead and get on the line with Dave right now, and we're just going to chat away and see what else we have to share with you guys. Hey, Dave, are you there? I am here, Joanne. Yes, yes, I was welcoming everybody to the show, and um, tomorrow is Thanksgiving. Yes, it is. Yes, yes, it's yes. It's very interesting, too. It's very interesting because we have Moon and Cancer, which is a very family-oriented type of sign. It's, it actually doesn't go into Cancer until Friday, around one okay. thirty in the afternoon. But I thought we'd talk about Moon and Cancer because uh, we talked about Moon and Gemini last month. And yeah. it's it's in Gemini right now, but uh, let's. We, I want to talk about the the next sign after Gemini, and that's Cancer. Okay, let's do it. All right. Well, Moon in Cancer is uh, the strongest position for the Moon to be in because Moon rules the sign of, of Cancer, and it's the most comfortable being in that sign. It's about home and family and tradition and mothering and nurturing and caring for family and and children and all that. It's it's a a wonderful family traditional sign. Uh people who have moon and cancer usually keep their emotions inside, kind of like the crab, you know, they're they're protected by that outer shell, the crab. The same with the 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 sign of of cancer, which is the crab. It's it's about holding emotions in and keeping them under check, but whenever it calls for emotions to be expressed, wounding cancer can be very, very strong in that area, when it, especially when it comes to defending the home turf. They're very, very outspoken in, in that area. Um, it's great for mothering and nurturing, and and even if a man has wounding cancer, his emotions are very strong and very. he's very connected to home and family and mother as a rule. So it's a very strong placement. And we're going to go in, as I said, we're going to go into Moon and Cancer around 127 in the afternoon on Friday. Are there any famous people, David, that have Moon and Cancer that you know? You know what? I don't know off. I I know there are many who have Moon and Cancer. Um, Right off the top of my head, I can't think of any. I'm better at sun signs. I can't think of anybody who has moon and cancer uh, off the top of my head, but um, they're out there. I mean, I, I wish I knew uh, right at the tip of my fingers, but I don't. I'm going to see if I can find out. 
Um, and if I went to my computer, I could find out, but um, I'm away from my computer right now. But, yeah, there's plenty of them out there. I just uh, wish I could remember some. I know some of my clients who have morning cancer, but uh, famous people um, haven't haven't looked it up. Yeah, I know mine. Mine. Uh, I know you have I think moon and my Aries moon is yourself. Aries, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So, um, okay, so moon and Cancer. We have Bob Hope, Anthony. Oh, Quinn, okay. Yep, Babe Ruth, Benny okay. Hill. Benny Hill, he's old, huh? <laughs> uh, Don Adams, Desi Arnaz, Dennis Quaid. Wow. Um, These are all moon and cancer, huh? Yeah. Errol Flynn, uh, Gavin McLeod, George Hamilton, Kirk Russell, Tanu huh. Reeves, John Candy, Jack Dempsey. Wow, that's a lot. That's a yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people here. I don't know why they put all the men here. <laughs> I don't see any ladies. <laughs> yeah. I haven't heard one woman that. that whole list. Yeah. Yeah. Mike Myers, there's plenty Mike of them Kelsey. out there. You can bet it, bet on it. Yeah, you know, Dave, I'm gonna, I've got a question for you. Um, uh-huh. This was just coming, uh, coming to me. I had, um, so we've had some really bad situations going on around the world with the terrorist attacks. Right. And um and it's it saddens all of us. It you know, yes. uh with this ISIS business going on of these irrational uh people doing these horrific acts of terrorism. Mm-hmm. According to the planet and the earth, when you do astrology, is there any way of doing an astrology chart for a country? Oh yeah. And could they have seen that this was gonna happen in Paris? In well, France? It's a, there's a whole branch of astrology. It's called mundane astrology, and it really talks about the charts of countries. Uh, I, in many of my talks I've given, I talk about the United States' chart, and there are countries. Every country has a chart. You basically, okay. like for us, it was you know the Declaration of Independence. That was the birth of our country. It was okay. signed and ratified on that day, so we know. Um, that the controversy over the chart of the United States is the exact time. Uh, we know it was, we have an approximate time, but we don't always have an exact time on everything. But because uh, when do you ratify? When was it ratified? When the first signers came in, or the last signers came in? Because they came on came in on all different days. Okay. But you can beyond mundane astrology, beyond the chart of a country, you can look to see what was going on in the heavens. And you can get a, a kind of a feeling or picture for what's going to be happening here on Earth as, you know, you've heard the saying, as above, so below. Correct. And we just had recently, in fact, it was on the 18th of this month, we had Neptune stationing going direct. Now, when a planet stations and goes direct or retrograde, it appears, it's not actually slowing down or going in a different direction, but it appears to be. It's a kind of a, um, an illusion based on the, the uh, movement of planets in comparison to each other in the heavens. It's hard to explain over the phone. Mm-hmm. But when planets station and go direct or retrograde, it's like 
it's like when you move an iron back and forth over clothes that you're ironing, if yes. you stop, if you stop that iron right on the clothes, it's going to burn a hole right through the clothes, okay? Right. And it's the same with station points. Um, station points, and they can be found in the ephemeris, which is the astrologer's main tool to use because it tells you where the planets are from day to day, week to week, month to month, year to year. It gives you precise degree and minute of each planet each day, and it can tell you when a planet is stationing, going direct or retrograde. Well, it was going station, Neptune was stationing, going um, direct on the 5th, I think it was the 17th or the 18th, 18th. It was going direct at 7 degrees Pisces. Okay. And that could have some significance in the chart of France. It was certainly it is significant when significant when you see a station point of any planet in the heavens at any time. You have to be aware of what the planet's energy is all about and what aspects are being made from planet to planet. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you you want to watch those station points because they are really, really very tricky, very need to be watched very closely, mm-hmm. and you can quite often tell if there's going to be some kind of violent activity going on uh, with planetary with planetary station points. It's okay. not the only thing, but it's it's one of the things that you have to watch for. So, you know, <clears throat> so they had the beginning of this ISIS uh, terrorist group that began at some point. Uh, in order to find out when they're going to be, uh, when this uh, group will be taken down or have their reign of terror uh, completed or whatever that looks like, is yeah. there a way of people doing a chart to see when that's, you know, when the governments will stop this uh, behavior and get it done? Well, that's, um, boy, that's a real difficult question. I should point out this. I didn't even see this until I just looked at this right now. Uh, On that day, the 18th, we also had Saturn, which is at 6 degrees Sagittarius. It was very close to forming a square. Not exactly, but it was very close to forming a square that day. And And squares are better or trines are. Squares are bad, trines are good, right? Well, I don't like to use those words. Um, uh, squares are difficult and challenging, but okay. they're also very moti- they're also very motivating. Okay, and Nept- uh, trines, I should say, are very um, soft, easy, usually beneficial, but they also can be kind of lazy and just kind of lay there. Okay, so there, there's there's I guess you could say there's good and bad. To squares and good and bad to trines, but again, I, I just rather would use the words challenging as opposed to soft or easy. Okay. Uh, they're probably more accurate words. Yeah. But um, that day we had Saturn squaring Neptune, and Neptune was stationing. Well, that that was a big tip-off right there that there could have been some kind of violence going on. Um, you have to look at the charts of the United States and look ahead to see what's going on to maybe get a sense of what's coming up for the country in terms of their, you know, militaristic activities on the ground, uh, boots on the ground against ISIS or Al-Qaeda, things like that. You can see those things in the chart. But um, 
you, you can't always say it's going to be with this group or that group, but you can kind of get a sense that there might be some violent activity on a certain day. But where it's coming from and who it's coming from is not the easiest thing to determine. Thank you. Thank you. I had <clears throat> so those are some of my questions that I really wanted to ask. You know, when people have you know mm-hmm. these questions, you really want to know. And I, I also believe, Dave. I don't know if you remember that uh, people say that they have certain numbers that keep coming to them. I get these questions all the time, and it's not just from any of my other clients, but rather, I've had this for years as well. Waking up at you know one eleven in the morning or eleven eleven all the time, and mm-hmm. I know that there's a spiritual reason for it. And um, I believe that, you know, the 11-11, I was told years ago, was a date in which a lot of the spiritualists get together on the planet to meditate, to raise the vibrations of our planet, to really have have us uh, try to move away from all of this, um, the negative energy that's impacting our planet right now, you know. Yeah. And, and I do believe that people individually can pray and meditate and uh, visualize good energy coming around the planet, and that that, too, will alter this negative energy that's coming up right now. So I hope oh, people absolutely. can pray for that, yeah. Yeah, well, I think, um, you know, sending out Reiki energy or just sending out good vibrations or may- prayer and meditation are absolutely essential to um, uplifting the planet, you know. You know, the planet is essentially still a very, very good place overall to oh, be yeah. on. It's it's just that we have these we, – we hear about al-Qaeda or ISIS, and, you know, they're really just a small group of people, comparatively speaking, mm-hmm. that are doing these, these crazy, insane things. Yeah. yeah, and they get – they're the ones that are publicized in the news, you know. They get – it gets way blown out of – all kind of proportion at times too, uh, although I don't think they are most of the time, and most of the time they're very the tell it like it is, but then it's very, very, very difficult and very, very criminal and very bad. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. at the same time, we don't we tend to focus on the bad because that's all you hear about in the news, you know. Yeah. So we really have to be aware of the fact that the planet's still a great place to be on, to live, uh, to love one another. But we do need to. For these small pockets of negative energy, we need to uplift the vibration by prayer and meditation. I, I totally believe in that and agree with you there. Yeah, yeah. So then I, I think even for tonight, you know, going into Thanksgiving for tomorrow, that um, I hope all of us, all of us um, here in our listening audience, uh, whether you hear it tonight or on a podcast, you know, send a prayer out um as a Thanksgiving prayer that, you know, how blessed we are, how lucky we are. And yes. many of the prayers that I'm seeing in uh, on Facebook and some of the Facebook feed is, you know, God, if you mean for our country to stay strong and stay free, please, you know, bless us and, you know, have it happen that way. Um, so we just have to, I just have to ask everyone to send a prayer out um, of gratitude and of strength and um and that we will stay, you know, a peaceful, you know, peaceful, uh, well, country, family, you know, world, you know, yeah. just bring peace. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I uh, agree. I totally think we need to 
keep that in mind at all times, but especially now at Thanksgiving to give thanks to what we do have and yeah. send out a prayer for for peace and spe- send out a prayer for the people who have lost loved ones mm-hmm. and all this too because they're the ones that are suffering more than anybody else because they, they've lost people that were close to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we all know how hard that is for sure. For sure. Yeah. All right. Well, Dave, thanks for that, that insight because, you know, I was very curious about the world having its own astrology chart, you know, the different uh, countries yep. and stuff like that, and that's very interesting, Dave, very interesting. Yeah, right. So, it is. you know, we've got a branch. couple of callers. We've got a couple of callers online. Um, would you like to okay. um, take a caller? Let's do it. All right. Hi, Joanne. <coughs> Hi. Hi, who Jerry? is this? This is Jay. Hold on. <coughs> Sorry. I've got a frog in my throat. Okay. I'm all set tonight. <laughs> and, uh, I was just, I'm calling about uh, finances. Hello? Okay, when is your birthday? Oh, November 7th. So you're a Scorpio. Yeah. Okay. Um, well... Are, are you struggling with finances right now, or is that, that your question? Yeah. I would love to have a financial breakthrough. Okay. <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> um, well, thank God Saturn has gotten out of Scorpio now. It's in Sagittarius. Mm-hmm. So um, uh, let's see. It's going to be a little while yet before Scorpios sort of get back on their feet and climb back into reality. But here's the thing that's really good for you who are Scorpio is that in the month of December, let's see, I'm sorry, when did you say your birthday was again? Um, November 7th. Okay, so you're around the 17-degree Scorpio. Uh, Very close to Christmas time, right before, like around the winter solstice, Venus is going to be in Scorpio, and it's going to go over your sun sign. Now, that's not just good for money, but it's good for relationships as well. Uh, It's very good for love and relationships in general. But Mm -hmm. if you're – are you looking for another job, or are you looking just to get a raise, or what what are you in terms of money? Well, I wouldn't mind becoming a successful entrepreneur, and yeah, okay. I am looking for another job. But okay, well, the thing I would start to look in the process when Venus goes over your sun sign. It's going to be in Scorpio. Venus is going to be in Scorpio in right around the sixth of December at zero degrees, but it reaches seventeen degrees around the twentieth, which is right there, right on the uh, winter solstice. Now I know that's not the best time to start looking because you know you got the the Christmas holidays and all that, but you still might want to try to look at look into something at that point. What are you trying to get into in terms of your own business? Um, media. Oh, okay. Well, that's a good that's a good aspect for that Venus conjuncting your sun. So, you know, I mean, even if it's just right before Christmas, like it is five days before, I would still try to make a plan, get a plan together. And carry that out, you know, just go, just go for it, whatever that means, you know, 
go into a studio, you know, go talk to an employer, go talk to people who are involved in the media, you know, whatever you, whatever connections you have, when Venus goes over your sun, you're going to be, you're going to be sending off a very loving, caring energy, and you should get that right back. Because whatever uh, people send out, they get back. Well, yeah, I, I, I want to believe that. How about you, Jorian? What do you see for me with finance? Um, I see you. I see you walking away from something. I see you wiping your hands clean and going into a brand new beginning, like career-wise. And uh, it seems like the past, will, the past will be put in the past, and you'll be coming into a different way of making money. Okay, so. And can I can I add one more more thing to this? You're gonna, yeah. I just noticed too. You have Mars going into Scorpio, and it's going to be going over your um, sun sign in February. And I think let me get get the date for you on that. It's around the seventh of February. Mars is going to be in Scorpio, and it's going to be right over your sun sign. You're going to be very. You're going to be assertive, you're not aggressive. I mean, you're not going to be. Um, you're going to be assertive, and that's good. That's you're not going to be With, too like, aggressive. You mean like asking for? When you say assertive, yeah. you mean like asking for a raise? Like, yeah, I you could do that. Could you yes. give me a raise? Yes. What did yes. Or, or or looking for something else too. Um, that's very aggressive in terms of putting together a resume and going on job interviews, things like that. And that was February seventh. Yes, around. The, let me just get you the date on that. Yeah, it's around. Yeah, around February seventh, exactly. That's when Mars is at seventeen degrees of Scorpio, so it's going to be going over your sun sign around that time. Okay. All and right, you know what I suggest, you guys? If you guys are going to call Dave for a full in-depth astrology chart, Dave, how can they how can they reach you for that? Yeah, and and in fact. I encourage people to do that because what Joanne and I are doing, and especially in my case, I'm just giving out little tidbits of information about the person's chart because I can't do a complete reading over a chart until I have the, the entire chart. And the only way to do that is to get the person's time as well. But they can reach me to do a full reading at uh, www.planetaryvibrations.com to my website, or they can contact me through my email address, which is astro, A-S-T-R-O, astrogunning, G-U-N-N-I-N-G, one word, astrogunning at sbcglobal.net. Beautiful. And, you know, uh, we were just saying, you know, Dave, you were mentioning the dates, and this is what I tell people. Bring a calendar. When I've had a chart done by you, yeah. I take crazy notes, even though you record recorded for people, and so you get mm-hmm. a recording. I take a slew of notes, and then I also put the dates on a calendar. I've literally brought a calendar to your house when I've had a chart done. And this way I can look at the calendar and go like, oh, this should be an amazing day. And I can really look back at it. Or I can say if it's supposed to be an amazing day, then I can also enhance my, you know, enhance myself that day toward creating something even greater. You know, if it looks yep. like it might be a low day, then I might want to kick back and stay at home or watch TV or, you know, don't go out or something. So I really like taking advantage of the fact that you put dates out there, Dave, and you say the energy should be 
this way or that way. I really appreciate that, and that's why I like to mark it down well, so I can actually follow yeah, it. And, and let me say this, because that's, that's a really good point. When I do a reading for people, and I know a lot of people are calling in from across the country, I do readings mm-hmm. over the phone. And I put, I put the phone on speakerphone, and we talk back and forth, and I record it. And then I send the recording plus the chart to the client. So everything nice. is dated for them. It's on the, it's on the tape. It's on the um, list of charts and things that I send to them in the mail. Mm -hmm. So you're getting as good a reading over the phone as you would when you're sitting there right in front of me. Obviously, I'd rather have the person sitting there right in front of me, but I realize that there are a lot of people (laughs) who are calling from out of state. So, you know, uh, I do everything. I record everything. I put everything. It's all down. It's all uh, printed out uh, on these reports. So mm-hmm. you can get all this information, thorough information of your complete chart reading, and I can do it over the phone, and I, it's you know it's it's a lot of fun, and very yeah. informative. Yeah. And you're fun. Thank you. You're welcome. We laugh a lot when we do the when we when we do the chart. So <laughs> yes, it's we very do. very fun. <laughs> it's astrology very fun. to me is fun and informative. That's the two things I always try to to impress upon people. Yes. Yes. All right. Well, well, let us know what happens, okay? Okay. All right. Okay. We'll, t- we'll talk to you soon. All right. Thanks. All right. All right, Dave. Let's see. Uh, let's see who else is online here. Okay. And I want you guys to remember this is a live call-in show, so you can you can call in at area code three four seven six three three nine four zero four again three four seven six three three Nine four zero four. This is Jory and the Coffee Psychic. Hi, who's online? Hello. Hi, this is Kimberly. Oh, Kimberly! Hey. Hi. Hey, this is my friend Kimberly. <laughs> hey, so what's Hello. on your mind tonight? Well, well, so I have a question for Dave. Yeah, okay. I'm not a Cancer. I'm a Gemini. You're a Gemini. What's your birthday? Uh, May twenty second. Oh, you're an early. You're like a zero one two degree of Gemini. Okay. <laughs> so I, I'm curious to see about um, uh, job. Job. I've been out of a job for a while. It's been tough, hasn't it, for Gemini's? Oh Lord, it has been really tough. Yeah. See, the thing is, here's the deal. Saturn just came out of Scorpio. I've talked about that a lot. But now it's gone into the sign of Sagittarius, and it just so happens that it's rough for Sagittarius, but it's also rough for Gemini's because Saturn opposes the sign of Gemini. Saturn and Sagittarius, I should say, opposes the sign of Gemini. It's been tough for Gemini's as well. Um, Fortunately, you're an early degree Gemini, so it's, it was really tough around the end of had to be tough for you around the end of October and now it's starting to clear off it's getting as we get near the end of November now it's going to start to clear off and it's even though it's still going to be in Sagittarius for a number of in fact a couple more years at least the early degree Gemini people like yourself Saturn is starting to push off and go away so I, it's going to get better. It's not going to be as bad as it was in October or November. It's been had to be pretty rough for you these past two months, right? 
Oh, I'm so ready to shoot forward. Yeah, it's. It, I would say <laughs> wait for, I don't know how you are for, are you looking for another job or are you just looking for, you're looking for a job in, partic- in any in particular job or what? No, I really don't know what I want to do, actually, so something's got to give. Yeah, the, the thing is you got two planets bearing down on you. It's not just Saturn, but Neptune at seven degrees has been squaring your sun, and not only has it been tough getting a job, but it's, it's also tough for Geminis and Sagittarius to know what it is they're all about and what they want to do. It's like they're in a fog. Ay, ay, ay. Yeah. Wow. And so, yeah, it's, okay. it's been tough. Oh, yeah, it's been really tough for Geminis and Sagittarius because they got Neptune and Pisces squaring their sun and Saturn conjuncting and opposing their sun signs. So here's the thing. Um, as we get into the, the beginning months of the new year, 2016, Saturn and Neptune are, for you now, this is just for you because you got early degree of sun and Gemini. It's going to say that Saturn and Neptune are slowly going to move away from that early degree point of the signs that they're in and move off of your sun and give your sun a little bit of a more breathing room. So I would look for February to to things that are going to start easing off for you, okay, and feeling Uh a little bit better. And also, Venus is going to go into Aquarius, um... And, well, that's going to be, see, you're Gemini, so it's going to be trining your sun when you get to March. So it's going to be a couple of months yet, but give it some give it some time because it's late winter, early spring. Things are going to start to open up for you, okay, Kimberly? <laughs> okay, thanks. I mean, I know that's a long time away, but, you know, these, these outer planets move very slowly. Saturn and Neptune, Uranus and Pluto. They move very slow, and they it feels like you're in this fog or in this like like you're in, imprisoned for a long time, but it's time for you to start thinking about here's the thing this is the time for you to start thinking about what you really really want to do with, do your, with life. your life oh. yeah, I'm right there. I, I gotta tell you, Dave, hang on a second. there's a couple things I want to comment on number one um. When you were just talking right now, it sounded like your voice shifted and your your voice changed. So I don't yeah, know by listening echo, back to this. That. Yeah, by the podcast, I don't know if that's a spirit because it happened twice with you, and I think it happened with Kimberly. So I don't know if it's a connection with the phone. I just want you guys to be aware of that, number one. <laughs> number two, what you're saying about Kimberly, because um, I know Kimberly personally, a uh, very close friend, and I didn't know Kimberly was going to call in tonight, so Kimberly, I'm glad you did. And um, what you just said, Dave, was something that another astrologer literally told Kimberly is that come the spring, things are going to lighten up, and mm-hmm. she should find a job at that time. Right. So I just want to validate you right now, David. Well, good. And, and that's, Kimberly, don't, I mean, just hang in there. Things are going to get better. But uh, as I said before, don't, use this time period where you're kind of still in this fog to really start to sift through that fog and think about what it is you really want to do with your life and make a plan because it's going to open up a whole new phase for you come the spring, okay? Okay. 
And then, Dave, do you remember also you and I are uh, so close in our birthdays. We're both Aquarians. And the rough mm-hmm. period that both you and I just came out of not so long ago. Right. So That's when Saturn so, was in Scorpio, right. Yes. Oh, my God. And it was as tough as tough could be. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, you know, a lot of Aquarians were experiencing that. So, it's it's nice to it's nice to hear that certain signs you know you're not alone basically and um, right. when you go through this stuff it's just like just hang on tight because it's going to get better things will lift you'll feel much better new opportunities will come your way and uh, and you want to take advantage of that stuff and I was and I was reminded of the fact that and this was one of my students who reminded me of this and I was just like it just like blew me away because. I had completely forgot. When you're under a difficult Saturn aspect, it's really time to think about restructuring your career, okay, if it's the career that's suffering. Or if Uh it's a relationship, if it's a relationship, then it's time to start rethinking that relationship and how to approach that relationship. You never want to just say, oh, it's a difficult Saturn period and it's going to be bad for me and, Woe is me, and I can't. I gotta wait until I get out of this. No, you you never want to just sit there and do nothing. When you're under a difficult Saturn, it's time to think about restructuring. And then yeah. when you're under a Neptune, it's time to get closer to the situation because when you're under a Neptune, difficult Neptune aspect, like Kimberly is also, you feel like you're looking across of a across a lake, and the lake is just all fog. You can't see the lake. You can't see the other side of the lake. You don't know where you're going. Yeah. Like you're in a car and you're on the road and you're in a blinding rainstorm or in a fog. It's dangerous. Yeah. You feel like you're, you, you need to get off the road, and that's what you need to do. It's time for you to just get off your your path for a moment, not get off the path, but just pull over and start to rethink what it is you're all about, what it is you want, where you want to go, and then when the thing, when the fog clears away and when the Saturn starts to lift, then it's time to just move forward in a different direction. That's how you deal yeah. with these things. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you, too, my, my, another comment I want to make is that when you had shared with me, because, you know, I'm not any different than anyone else. Just, you know, just I do my wonderful psychic work. I love it. People say, can I see things for myself as well? Yes, yes, I can. Um, do I have to deal with everything else the same way other people do? Yes. Um do I get a little more insight skinny for my spirit guides and angels? You bet I do. <laughs> so that and that's why even reaching out to you, Dave, you know, sitting when mm-hmm. you said this is what we're supposed to be going through, I've got to tell you, I don't know about you guys listening in here, but when somebody can say, "Hey, don't worry. This is what all all Aquarians are going through. This is what all Cancers are going through. This is what all Geminis are supposed to be going through. It's normal. It will change." I'll tell you, it felt, it feels uh, so much more comforting to know it's like, okay, it's not me. What did I just do wrong? Um, mm-hmm. You know, and like you said, this is the time to see what you can do differently. You know, and and we yeah. want to look at those things. But given great advice, you know, I love I love the information I get from my spirit guides and angels, and I love the information that you give, the advice that you give, Dave, during your astrology charts. And that's why, you guys, I think it's a great idea to call Dave Gunning to get an astrology chart done. Uh, give it to somebody for a Christmas present. Get one for yourself. 
you know, we've got the New Year coming up here, you guys, and what a great way to see what your New Year is going to look like. So, Dave, how can people reach you? Well, they can get a hold of me through my website, which is planetaryvibrations, one word, dot com, or they can contact me through my email address, which is astrogunning at spcglobal.net. And then, and then for people that you know are uh, interested in astrology as well, and they want to become a little mini a master astrologer, Dave Gunning, they want to mm-hmm. they want to be a mini you. How can they take classes, Dave? Well, they can they can contact me through the same two, two ways: the website and my uh, email address, because I'm teaching all the time. I teach at two different places. I teach at a group called Stargazers at the Theosophical Society in Wheaton. Now, this is basically for local people, but I can. I also teach out of my home, and I also teach out of a place in my hometown here in Lombard, and it's called Sky Watchers. So, if anybody is calling locally in the Chicagoland area, I teach basically out of three different places. So, I'm sure they can find one that's close by them and attend classes because I'm I'm teaching students all the time. Beautiful. Yes, and you're you're a great teacher too, by the way, because I've uh, uh, taken some classes with you. Just, just want to share that with our listeners. So, um, so wow. So, uh, I, uh, Kimberly, I hope all that information that Dave said um, makes sense to you. Yeah, thank you very much. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Yeah, and just for anyone that's looking for an amazing person that is um, an organizer and. Um, can almost do anything as far as I'm concerned. This this is Kimberly. <laughs> yeah, thank you for I've got to, funny. I've got to, Dave, I've got to tell you, I don't know what, uh, now Kimberly, Gem- Gemini, right? You're Gemini? Yeah, Gemini 22nd. Okay. okay. So, uh, Dave, I don't know what most Geminis are, but this woman um, organizes like it's nobody's business all the way down to um, houses, uh, schedules, um, pantries. Oh, they're multitaskers. They're multitaskers. Oh, my God. They yep. can do oh my several God. things at once. And they do They do it very fast. They're very and quick well. minds. They're very fast minds. Yes. And well. Yes. Um, yeah, efficient and fast and two two or three things at one time. A lot of time. They're multitaskers. They're very, very uh, quick of mind, that's for sure. Well, and, and if anyone's looking for any kind of special baked goods or anything like that, Kimberly also specializes in that and to the point to where, uh, Kim, I hope you don't mind. I'm going to say something personal here. Do I have your permission? Sure. <laughs> okay, good. So Kimberly's mom um, has is on oxygen right now, and because she cannot have um, candles, Kimberly literally made a, an amazing, gorgeous birthday cake with real twinkle lights on it, real lights. So instead of candles, the cake was lit up with lights. Wow. And I, I, was, I was going like, oh, my God, who would have thought about that? And it was amazing. It was beautiful. And other things that she makes. Um, so if anyone's looking for any kind of specialized baked goods or anything, give me a call. I will pass on her number. <laughs> <laughs> Multitasker. <laughs> there you go. Thank you, guys. You're welcome. Uh, 
We'll talk to you soon, Kimberly. All right. Thank you both. Yes, ma'am. How much fun is that? And, and Dave, oh. I'll tell you what, the stuff, you know, when you say these things, and I know the situation personally, I'm like, oh, my God, how great is that? I mean, literally. Yeah. yeah. Right on the money. Okay, let's see who we have next online. Hello, caller. Oh, hi. Thank you for taking my call. You're welcome. Who Hello. is this? This is Tony. Hi, Tony. Happy Thanksgiving, hi. Tony. Oh, thank you, Lakeland. <laughs> How can we help you tonight? Um, um, just changes for the, uh, what do you see coming from me as far as um, change for the next two months. Um, I'm expecting my child in two months, so I want to see what um, what to expect, basically. Okay, when is your birthday, Tony? 11-13-75. Oh, so you're a Scorpio. Yes, I'm a Scorpio. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you're a 23 degree Scorpio, um, and you were looking mainly in terms of your the birth of your baby. Yeah, and just you know how it's gonna turn out with uh, the father, and you know just everything's new to us. Well, basically, more to him, not to me. Okay. Um, well, I, you know, Scorpio's having it pretty good right now, now that Saturn's out of Scorpio. And as I mentioned to the previous caller, um, you have Venus going to be going through the sign of Scorpio almost the entire month of December, actually mm-hmm. from about the 6th through the, um, what is it, the end of the month when it goes into Sagittarius. But, like, right around Christmas time, you can have Mars, or I'm sorry, Venus and Scorpio right on your sun. That's a good time for you. Uh, I know the baby's still probably. You're st- when are you expecting? When are, when are you? January thirty first. January thirty first. Okay, and at that time you're going to have Mars going over your Scorpio. It won't reach twenty three degrees, which is your sun, until like around the eighteenth or nineteenth. 20th of February. So, um, and of course, the baby, uh, it'd be interesting to do the baby's chart too when, when a baby's born. Make sure, here's what I want you to make sure of when you, when you have, when you give birth to your child. Do you know if it's a boy or girl? It's a girl. It's a girl. Mm-hmm. Make sure you get the mm-hmm. exact time that the child is born. Have somebody, obviously mm-hmm. not you, but somebody else in the room. <laughs> Maybe is your boyfriend or husband yeah. going to be there? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Make sure that he gets the exact time when the mm-hmm. ba- when he first hears the cry of the baby. Okay? okay. And that'll give you the time of birth of the baby, and then of course you'll know the date and place and all that. Where is the baby going to be born? Texas. Okay. Make sure. Here's what you need. The baby. Obviously, the first three are going to be easy. Mm-hmm. The name of the child, the birth date, the birth mm-hmm. place, but make sure he gets the time, and make sure the time he's following on his watch or on the clock is mm-hmm. accurate because you want to. Then you'll have a very accurate birth time. But you know, with Venus and Mars going into Scorpio in January and February, December and January, I should say. I mean, you should be doing. You should be excited, and this should be a good time for you. I would think the baby's going to be fine, and I think. Um, 
you're going to be feeling a lot of love and emotions and passion when Venus and Mars go into Scorpio over your sun sign. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I would say the next, just by looking at your sun alone, I don't know about anything else. I haven't done your whole chart. But just looking mm-hmm. at Venus and Mars over your sun, it looks good. Maybe Jorianne can give you some other insight on, at, at that as well. Mm-hmm. And then, Tony, your question again, what was that specifically? Well, just how the, my, the relationship with the, how it's going to be as far as my, my new, oh, I, the new, oh, oh, my God, I just got tongue-tied. <laughs> how things are going <laughs> to slow. <laughs> it's a tongue-tied you know, situation there, Tony. <laughs> I know. You know, having been a new parent and, I mean, uh, for the father of my child, how things will flow between us and stuff. I know he's a little bit scared. Me too, and I'm getting a little bit nervous. Yes, yeah. yeah. I can, I can tell you this. I believe you're both devoted parents, and I think that you're, mm-hmm. um, like Dave said, the passion that you'll have for your baby and the excitement between you guys, um, it's going to be altering your relationship somewhat because now it's not just you and your partner, but it's going to be you, your partner, and your and your mm-hmm. child, and it and it becomes different. Mm-hmm. You know, so you guys have to make sure that you do make time for each other. Uh, you don't want to become complacent in the relationship um, because you really have to take care of each other as you're taking care of this new little life that's come into your family. And um, mm-hmm. so it become it shifts. The energy will shift, and uh, it'll be very beautiful. And you guys uh, also just have to pay attention to each other as well. Very exciting time. Mm-hmm. Very Are you? Exciting. Is this your first child, mm-hmm. Tony? No, she's my second child after 12 years. Oh, okay. Nice. Okay. Nice. So well, this should be a good birth. <laughs> this should be a fun time for you. <laughs> so yeah. A lot of love. My a lot first of love. One was I feel easy. a lot of love. And this one's, a, I mean, 12 years to me, it's like I haven't had a kid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I have an old one. It's like all over again. Like I'm a new, new at it. <laughs> Yeah, well, there's a lot of love ex- going on here. Yeah, I'm excited, but yet a little bit scared. <laughs> sure. Well, it can well, be a scary old, thing, how right? How old are you, Tony? Tony, how old are you? <laughs> I'm 40. Oh, no wonder. Yeah, well, that's that's scary. That's a little <laughs> old, but I think things are going to be fine. You're going to have a baby's going to be fine. You're going to be fine. A lot of love here between you and the baby, especially during the month of December. I feel that love growing. And then it should be. She's I think it growing. should go well. <laughs> oh my God, she's just growing. <laughs> <laughs> well, sounds exciting. Well, you know what? I want to say happy Thanksgiving. And if you want to give us some feedback later on, give us a call, okay, Tony? Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, yes, let us know how God bless go. you. Likewise. Bye bye. Right. Happy Thanksgiving. Likewise. Right. Good night. How exciting! Oh my God. Yeah, that's fun. You know, wow, new birth, new years. beginnings. Yeah, it is a new birth for her, really. Wow. Wow. Okay. Well, we have another. Go ahead, Dave. Say it. No, I was just going to say that's. It, she, I feel a lot of love from her, and mm-hmm. and it's going to be a lot of love in this, with this child, and it's. It's really. I feel it's opening up a whole new phase for her. Yeah. She's really excited. You can tell. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, my dad had a great saying. He said, babies are love made evident. 
Oh, yeah, that's really profound. Yes, yes. So, all right, well, let's see who we have next online. Hello, caller? Hello? Are you there? Well, maybe somebody has uh, has us on hold, or maybe they've stepped off and they'll be coming back in. So we'll put this person back on hold a second, and um, and we'll go back to that person in a moment. So, um, so Dave, yes. is there anything else going on? Well, like for tomorrow, how does the energy look for Thanksgiving for us for tomorrow? I mean, and this is so crazy too. Look at this amazing weather we have had. We have had, what, yes. Indian summer almost through the whole month of November. When did we have it so beautiful this, the last time like this? I don't, rem- I don't remember having snow this early and then it clearing up and getting really warm really fast like this where everything's melting now. Mm-hmm. And now they're talking about rain the next couple of days. So, it's yeah, the weather has been very strange. I think... It, Right now, I'm going to say this. We're under a Saturn square Neptune. In fact, that aspect peaks tomorrow morning, our time here in the great state of Illinois, around 6.18 in the morning. Mm-hmm. And that's a very, very interesting aspect because... How come? Well, it's, it can play havoc with the... It does, it does and has in the past played havoc with the weather, because mm-hmm. Neptune has a lot to do with the weather. No question okay. about that. But it's also a time where people are kind of really deeply reflecting on things. Now, I especially would say that's probably true in the light of the fact that we just had these bombings in France and all that, and people are kind of scared right now, and they're thinking about, like, what the heck's going on, and sure. maybe a little bit afraid right now. But there's no, there's nothing wrong with deep internal reflection like this. That makes, that's good because this is a, this Thanksgiving is going to be one of the more Thanksgiving thanks type Thanksgivings we've had in a long time. In the sense that with Saturn Square and Neptune, it's a really good time for prayer and meditation. Mm-hmm. And, and Saturn's in Sagittarius, and it's squaring Neptune. In Pisces, they're both at around seven degrees. So people who have their planets and mutable signs in Sag, or Gemini, or Pisces, or Virgo, at around six, seven, eight degrees of those signs, are really going to feel the Saturn Neptune. Um, not necessarily in a bad way, but in a very profound way. Mm-hmm. Very deep time. It's a deep time of prayer, reflection, and meditation. And I, I always find those times to be times that we need occasionally because you can get so chaotic and crazy outside outside of ourselves and in our world that we need to pull back at, at times mm-hmm. and look inside of ourselves and say what's going inside going on inside of me and what mm-hmm. can I do to change well prayer is the best way is the first step to making changes in your life and meditation mm-hmm. because prayer is Prayer is what you basically should be praying for is that your own inner divine self gets closer to you, that you pull closer to that self. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. done through meditation. But you have to quiet your mind to do yeah. that. And that's deep breathing will help with quieting your mind. And Just don't be 
be thinking all the time when during the daytime. Just reflect and move yeah. inward and go into that peaceful state. Because we, we get so caught up in our craziness of our lives sometimes and the thoughts and the activities that we forget who we really are. Don't forget, when you look at a horoscope, don't forget that center of the wheel, which is a blank space. Everybody goes, well, what? that's just blank. It doesn't mean anything. Well, no, it's very profound in that that represents our divine inner self. Mm-hmm. And that's the part, that's who we really are. The chart around it is spinning around and around and around. That's the craziness of our life. We, we forget that's not who we are. It's the middle of the wheel is who we really are. Yes. And if we need to go into that self to quiet ourselves so that that spinning of those planets will slow down and we'll take stock of our lives and think about what's really going on and what we really need to do. It's kind of like the atom. The center of the atom is still, but the craziness of all the electrons floating around it uh, makes for energy. And that's what the chart is. It's all about energy. But sometimes we get caught up in that energy and we get... It's like being on a merry-go-round, and we just go round and round and round, and like, we, like, what does this all mean? We need to go to the very center where it's very peaceful and still. You know, Dave, both you and I are, are uh, hypnotherapists, and right. I know when I've done my meditations uh, going within, it's an amazing experience to be free of the ego and be in total connection with uh, the universal source. Right, and and for people again, you know, whether you call it self hypnosis, reverie, uh, meditation, you know, exactly what Dave is saying to get out of the chaotic, you know, thinking and get into the inner self. It it brings you unbelievable peace and clarity. And I think another thing to keep in mind is people they they just don't think. If they're going to be happy, if they're alone, they need to be in a relationship or with people all the time. I think it's when we get accustomed to being alone and being knowing that we're not really alone, that there's that inner divine self that we need to partner with. When we finally see that and can do that, um, we don't get we don't feel as lonely because it's a lonely world, you know. Yeah. And people demand to be around people all the time and. Um, and they think that's going to ease their loneliness, so it's not. The only time that we're going to be free of our loneliness is when we partner up with our inner self. That's that's who we really are. Yeah. And I, yeah. you know what sign is good at doing that is Scorpio. Scorpios are excellent at. They, they don't mind being alone. A lot of them. They they've mm-hmm. learned to understand that there's something more than just the world around them. They go inside. All the water signs can do that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's a big difference between loneliness and solitude. Yes. Yes. I think that solitude is I think we should need we need to embrace that at times. Yes. Embrace it. Don't 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 be afraid of it. Don't don't run away from it and oh I gotta I don't wanna be alone, I gotta run out and find somebody or be a part of this group of people or get involved in that party or this party because, you know, it's the holiday season now. Everybody's mm-hmm. looking to get involved with some kind of party or something. You know, if you're alone for the holidays, embrace it. It's not so bad. Yeah, yeah. it's a good thing. Well, 
And the other part, too, is if people can also get into meditation and find out what that loneliness is saying, you know, yes. what what is it telling you? It's just like our bodies. When we have a dis-ease, which means the body is not at ease, it's at dis-ease, right. you can literally get in there and talk to your body parts and say, hey, what's going on in there? Yeah. You know, and I want to say, you know. I want to say one more thing because we're getting near the end of the show. We are. I want to just tell people that this woman I'm talking to right now, Jorianne, has been extremely kind to me over the years, and she's really helped me out. And I want to, on the eve of this Thanksgiving, thank her for all the things she's done for me. And I want to tell you right now, if you really want a really great psychic reading, go to Jorianne, call her up. She's really good. She puts your mind at ease. She's fantastic. She's she's always praised me, but I'm going to return the favor right now and say that she's fantastic. She's wonderful. She's helped me a lot in the past, and I really love to have her in my life. Thank you, Dave. I'm sending you a huge hug. Oh, I feel it. You are so good. And it's coming right back at you. Well, you know what? Can you give give your number out one more time, Dave, so people can reach you for reading? It's Okay, it's astrogunning at sbcglobal.net. That's my email address, or they can contact me through my website, which is planetaryvibrations.com. Oh, you're wonderful, Dave, and uh, I love the astrology work that you do. I love the contribution that you are to the world, and uh, I'm glad you're out there spreading the word of astrology, and uh, you are a kind and amazing astrologer. So I want to well, thank likewise you. to you, too. Likewise oh, to you, Oh, thank too. you. Well, I know we're going to be um, with you again. We're going to be with yep. you the last uh, Wednesday of the month in December. And yep. um, can't wait, can't wait to see what we're going to be talking about then. You know, so yep. I, want to, I want to tell everyone again, um, if you would like a more in-depth reading, my number is 219-940-9292. <laughs> Uh, coffeepsychic.com so look you guys happy happy Thanksgiving uh, this is the time yep. to be grateful and be grateful to each other love each other you know forgive each other I mean if there's issues right. you know there's nothing greater than um, loving somebody by forgiving somebody if there's a misunderstanding that's been going on um, so I just want I'm spreading my arms out to this entire listening audience I'm giving you guys all a great big hug and um, sending my love uh, to all of our listeners that have been with us over this last couple of years and all of our wonderful guests. And, um, and Dave, do you have one last thing that you want to share with people? Well, I feel the same way. I'm sending out all loves and hugs to everybody out there. And I want to send out a special thanks to the divine within for all that he's given me and my Amen. family and friends. Friends and family have been just... Uh, just, I don't take it for granted. They've been fantastic to me. And I think everybody else should give thanks to all that they have. Think about all the things we do have. And don't always think about the things that we don't have or want, you know. Count your blessings. This is a good time to do that. Amen. Amen. Well, Amen. good night, everybody. This is Jory and the Coffee Psychic and Dave Gunning here at uh, Your Psychic Connection. We look forward to talking to you guys again uh, next week, as a matter of fact, at Blog Talk Radio. All right, big hugs, everybody, and we will talk to you next week. All right, good night now. Good night, Dave. Good night. Good night. Bye, Kimberly.